Hello, this is your Polycast for Tuesday, May 5th, your daily check-in on Minnesota politics. I'm Mike Mulcahy for NPR News. On today's edition, more pressure on Governor Walls to reopen businesses as the state gets an update on its finances. Minnesota is due to get an update on its budget situation today. Earlier forecasts had projected a $1.5 billion surplus. That was before the pandemic, of course. Now most people at the Capitol are predicting a deficit in this special update that comes out later today. We'll have more later on the radio and online and tomorrow right here. DFL Governor Tim Wall says he's working on reopening more businesses that were closed amid COVID-19 concerns, but he's not sure when it will happen. Senate Republicans say the governor needs to move faster or those businesses will close forever. Tim Pugmire has more. Walls has been spending a lot of time listening to the concerns of Minnesota business owners as he decides when to further loosen the executive orders that force them to close. He doesn't have a timetable yet, but during his daily COVID-19 briefing Monday, the governor thanked businesses for their advice. Not a single one of these people have ever asked us to put anybody at risk. They've asked us to try and understand what does the data show, what does the research show, where can we get to, and what's our plan to get these going. Minnesota continues to see daily increases in COVID-19 cases and deaths. State Health Commissioner Jan Malcolm said reopening businesses must be done incrementally and safely. The stay-at-home order remains in place for another two weeks, and we really need people to observe that by staying within their household groups and only going out for brief errands or allowable business activities. Abdi Kahin, CEO of Afrodelian Grill, is one of the business owners Walls has been talking with. Kahin said the priority is safety. It's important as we develop a plan for reopening uh, in a safe way that protects employees and our customers. Earlier in the day, Minnesota Senate Republicans gathered at their own news conference to pressure walls to lift the state's stay-at-home order and allow businesses to reopen. They made their case with the help of some business owners and a pastor. Andrew Hulls, who owns hair salons in Maple Grove and Wyzetta, said he believes he can reopen safely. We are the experts in our fields. We can put together plans to keep people safe. We just have to be allowed to do so and get back to work. Churches have also been impacted. Rory Martin, a pastor at Liberty Baptist Church in Eden Prairie, said his congregation designed a COVID-19 preparedness plan for gathering safely. Most churches have waited for the stay-at-home order to lapse during desiring to honor our governor and love the people of our communities. But we can't wait much longer. The church needs to gather. Walls has already allowed for some business reopenings, but many that deal in person with customers remain closed. Republican Senate Majority Leader Paul Gazelka said he spoke to the governor several times in recent days about how to get the economy going again. Gazelka said the reopening effort needs to move quicker. The range of emotion that I hear and feel from our public is all across the board. Everything from fear to anxiety to frustration, confusion. It's just a mix of emotions as we're trying to figure out how do we navigate through this. Gazelka predicted that there will be reopening missteps along the way, but he said the state can adjust to those issues as they come up. Republican Senator Eric Pratt of Prior Lake 
said businesses that can operate safely should be allowed to reopen. We bent the curve on the health care crisis. We need to work on bending the curve on the economic crisis. We need to save the lives of these Main Street businesses. Senate Republicans also announced the formation of a Senate task force to work on COVID-19 economic recovery issues. Gazelka said that businessman Mike Vekic will lead the group, which will include representatives from business, health care, labor, higher education, local government, and the financial industry. Senators from both parties will also be involved. I'm Jim Pugmire. A new Survey USA poll for KSTP-TV says Minnesotans largely approve of extending the state's stay-at-home order until May 18th. Results released by the station say more than three-quarters of people asked about the decision approved of adding another two weeks. Only 20% disapprove, the poll found. Respondents also gave Governor Walls high marks for his handling of the COVID crisis with an 82% approval rating. The poll found about 60% of Minnesotans disapproved of President Trump's response to the outbreak. The survey reached 500 people over four days ending Sunday. It has a margin of error of plus or minus 5.1 percentage points. The Minnesota Senate has voted to spend $20 million to provide greater access to high-speed Internet in an age of distance learning and telemedicine. By a unanimous vote yesterday, the Senate moved to set up a special grant program for districts that need to shore up Internet availability while schools are closed due to the pandemic. Republican Senator Tory Westrom of Elbow Lake said it's a matter of educational fairness. For students that have to drive 20 and 30 minutes from home to go sit in their car to do homework outside the school just so they can get Wi-Fi or high-speed Internet access, or go sit at the McDonald's if they have one close. More money was also put into a border-to-border broadband account to assist areas that aren't served or are underserved. $2 million is for telemedicine grants. A House plan would spend even more on high-speed grants. The two proposals will have to be reconciled in the weeks ahead. Meanwhile, funding for dozens of natural resource projects is in question due to a political stalemate at the Capitol. Kirsty Marone has more. Minnesota voters created the Environment and Natural Resources Trust Fund with a constitutional amendment more than 30 years ago. The fund receives lottery revenue every year to protect and enhance the state's natural resources. But a Republican state senator says the Senate isn't interested in passing a bill to spend trust fund dollars this year. Republicans have sought to tap the trust fund for wastewater infrastructure, but Democrats and some environmental groups are opposed. Steve Morse is executive director of the Minnesota Environmental Partnership. I think it's a it's a bait and switch to now have the constitutional amendment adopted for one set of purposes and then change it to do uh, what is really a core function of state government, which is funding basic wastewater. If lawmakers don't reach consensus before the session ends May 18th, many of the projects could come to a halt. I'm Kirsty Marone, Brainerd. And that's your Polycast for this Tuesday, your daily check-in on Minnesota politics. I'm Mike Mulcahy for NPR News.